Casimir. What are we start off with? Hey, yeah, it's the Casimir Engine. Well, it is. Hey, yeah, it's the Casimir Engine Show. And the podcast show. You're listening to the Casimir Engine. Hasn't that been done to death? Isn't that so 990s? You think so? It's the Casimir Engine. It's not Kakaka. No, this is uh, Clack, Clack, Clack. This is Darren Claxton uh, with Breathe. He's from Belpa. This is Gorge. Breathe the air I give to you But just don't give it back Sing the song I wrote for you don't sing it back Walk the footsteps that I make And just don't follow me told you that was ace didn't i that's darren claxton he's from belper you are because that's me so who said it this week then kaz uh, loads of people because um uh, loads of things have been happening over the past week i went on a trivial pursuit day what yeah board games is the new um it's the new thing so we played, um, it was raining, wasn't it? It was horrible on uh, Sunday, because I'm doing this Bank Holiday Monday. And it was horrible. So we went round to Triple Black Amoeba John's, 
and everybody said, what's on the show tonight, Casimir? That's uh, Nige's Dentist, Zoe, uh, Mrs. Dentist, um, Jill and Ian off of Oka, Triple Black, Amoeba and Karen. And Mrs. Engine was there as well. And she won. Her and Ian only went and won Triv. What? Means though we were winning, but we got pipped at the post. Anyway, so they said, what's on the show tonight, Casimir? I said, tell you what's on the show. Um, I went and, oh, so much is... I'd have, I woke up the other morning. I'd have got to drive all the way to Scotland. Got out to my car. Flat tyre. And is there anything that makes you feel more inadequate as a man than having to go to Quick Fit? Because you walk in and you don't know nothing about tight. They used to have remolds when I was a kid. Du, du, du. Yeah, you used to get remolds. Don't get them no more. Everything's got uh, super technology and high technology in it, hasn't it? Everything's an eye tyre or something like that. Yeah, this tyre's going to talk to you while you're on the road. Anyway, so I got there. I said, can I have a new tyre? Sit over there. I went, all right. So I sat down for about an hour. And then he turns around and went, oh, yeah, mate, uh, we ain't got none of your tyres. Uh, you don't get many of them. Oh, it's a chuffing mini. There's millions of them. Oh, yeah, well, it's either a run-flat, remold, uh, super mega tyre that you need, isn't it? What a surprise. Anyway, so uh, I got here at nine o'clock and I walked out at half past six at night. What's that all about? I was fuming, fuming. What did I do? Absolutely nothing. Did I complain? Nah. They'd all got piercings and tats and um, safety boots on and stuff like that. I was dressed like going to work, kind of dressed. They were looking down the noses at me. Anyway, what is on the show tonight then, Kaz? Well, I tell you what, we've got an incredible story. It's only part one. And uh, let me introduce Kev Rocker Robson. Um, he's in a band called Jack and the Real Deal. And he's going to tell us a bit of a tale about his life. You're listening to the Casimir Engine Show podcast. Eight out of ten listeners voted the Casimir Engine Show podcast the best podcast in the world. So when you're ready. Right, when you're ready. Right, are you ready? Yeah, when you're ready, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, I'm Kev Rocker Robson and you're listening to the Casimir Engine Show podcast. Well done. And you know what? You're the first person I've ever had to write it out for so we can read it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to the Casimir Engine Show podcast, Kev Rocker Robson. <laughs> You're a liar. You've had to write it out for everybody. No, I've not had to write it out for anybody yet. There's no way you wrote that out in 30 seconds. I just did it. I just did it. I've been waiting for you, getting all your gear ready. Yeah. 
So, um, normally what I do is, well, I'll start off the show with the question that we ask everybody. So, Kev, Rocker Robson, what's your favourite colour of jelly? My favourite colour? uh, Yeah, you're drinking tea as well, well, aren't you? Drinking tea, and um, I don't like jelly, but if I had to pick a colour of, uh, I would say red. Red, nice one. You're in team red. We're li- we're we're heading into the distance, leaving blue, green, and orange way way behind at the moment. Team Who red. Likes blue. Who likes blue jelly? Is uh, there a Sam at the deception rooms last week? And she'll probably be listening to this, and she'll sort it out right. So uh, yeah, you can have blue jelly. Rooms likes blue jelly. Yeah, I don't know if I want to meet Sam in reception rooms. They're lovely. Likes blue jelly. They're lovely people. We're going to do deception rooms, me and you. You'll never get out though. <laughs> You'll never ever get out. Right. And what I normally do, and I did this with uh, Richie, the Governor Tyler. I describe to the listeners who you are, and I'm no. trying to think of some way. Of de- <laughs> yeah, I'm going to you know, of describing yeah. you and what you look like, and I'm going with Ted Bovis of Heidi High. 
nothing. Nothing like Ted. No, you look like. Who's that comedian? Who's that comedian you look like? Lee Mac. Lee Mac. You do look like Lee Mac with extra nose. Like Lee Mac or Ted Bovis. You got. You look like Lee Mack with just a touch extra on the nose. <laughs> right, <laughs> Lee Mack's got a big nose. Has he? he? I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not keen on Lee Mack either. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, Kev, you're a teddy yeah. boy. Well, well, not really. No, no. What? So you got that wrong. What? I'm. I'm sort of a rockabilly. I'm. I've never really been a teddy boy. You've never been a teddy boy. Yeah, you've got that Ted Bovis thing. Okay, right. I've got a te- I've got a teddy boy ometer, right? <laughs> and it, it's chucked out a couple of questions, right? right. Three questions, right? On, that man. means a you're a teddy boy, or b you're not a teddy boy, right? Right. So Go question further. question one, Kev Rocker Robson. Yeah. Do you like show Waddy Waddy? Uh, no, no. I, okay. Well, do you know, I used to, when I was about 13, 12 or 13. All right, let me just mark to... this. Oh, hang on. Tick hey. one. Okay, so... But hang on, I said used to be. I'm, I'm, I'm not anymore. Okay. And my favourite track was A Little Bit of Soap. Do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one, that one is, actually, isn't it? It's a good the, right. is, there's a um, there's a what's it um, an urban myth that the drummer Romeo what's his face you've been doing your research haven't you isn't he that footballer's dad yes he is is That's he right. he's yeah, not really is he is it Luton Town or something That's a Luton Town is the father of Luton Town no he... <laughs> <laughs> no isn't he him off foams under the hammer I can't think of his name. Is it, uh, there's a footballer now on Homes Under the Hammer. There is, yeah. He took over from that Martin bloke who went mentally in, in the jungle. And um, I think Romeo is his dad. Or Urban Myth says that he's, it's his dad. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, well there is some uh, link there, but I don't. I think you got the wrong bloke. Have I? <laughs> well, it's definitely <laughs> not. He's not the dad Dublin. of... He's on Dublin, isn't it? Dion is Dublin, it that's Dublin? it, Dion Dublin. It's not. Is his name not Romeo Dublin? <laughs> is he not? Right. Well, I don't think so, but, you know, you never know. I can't say it. Well, no. he's not He's not the dad of Luton Town, like you suggested, anyway, so that was rubbish. Anyway, question two. We've only got to question two. Do, Kev Rocker Robson... Do you have any Shaken Stephen albums? <laughs> There's a tick against that one as well, isn't there? There's a big tick. Right, out of three so far, you're a teddy boy. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. And That's our secret. Right. The, la- the last question. The last question is: Have you ever oh. wore drain pipes? <laughs> yes. There you go. Kev, Actually, I haven't. No. So, no, so going back to the beginning of the show, Kev Rocker Robson. So you're a teddy boy. I'm not, I'm not because the drain, <laughs> the drain pipes at the time were like jeans. Oh right. And I used to wear jeans all the time. So what? What? What do you wear? You're a rockabilly. What? What? Are you a rockabilly or 
A rockabillious? <laughs> what are you? Rockabilly rebel. A rockabilly from rebel from... Yeah, from, I'm not a teddy. <laughs> from head Oh, you, can you remember that? You've got to keep rocking from everywhere you go, haven't you? You've been doing your research, yeah. haven't you, Mr. Square Pants? <laughs> <laughs> so what does, a, what does a Rocky Billy wear, then? Well, don't wear drapes. Don't wear drapes. <laughs> Turn-up jeans, generally. That's what I always used to wear. Turn-up jeans. And when I was young, it was a baseball jacket, you know, the, with the leather arms. Like off grease. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so, yeah. You're glad and you came on here, aren't you? Green. Mine used to be a bright green with white arms. Yeah. And I used to wear it to death. Then I had I had a denim jacket. Nice. So I always used to wear a denim jacket and denim jeans. And that's what I always used to wear. Okay. And now? And, uh, <laughs> I've still got them. <laughs> 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 oh dear. You're listening to the best podcast in the world. It's the Casimir Engine Show. Um, you're, I mean, again, this is just a bit of background. This is my research here. Um, you're in a band. I am, yes. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not in one of your bands, but you're in, you're in a you're couple of bands. One of our bands. Because you can't do anything. No, I can't do anything at all. <laughs> you keep telling me you can, and I'm still waiting to see. And, uh, and you probably won't ever. You probably won't ever. No. But um, So what's your band called? Or your bands? Well, I'm in a band called Jack and the Real Deals. Yeah. I play double bass for the band. Yeah. And I'm currently, at the moment, uh, started another band. Okay. Um, it, it just... Come from nowhere, this band. We were asked to do um, a birthday party for a guy called Pete. Yeah, Pete. Uh, Can we give him a shout out, or do we do shout outs? I don't know. Shout outs. Shout out. Um, I'm trying to think. I can't. Think. Oh, flip. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think. I'll tell you, surname. It's surname in a bit. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, we were asked to do. Well, Greg was asked to do um, his birthday party. Price birthday party. Yeah. So he asked me to play a bass. Um, I got a drummer um, called Neil, Neil Barlow. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got a guitarist, Ian. Uh, we jammed three hours before a uh, set list. Yeah. Uh, and then went off and did, did the gig. Okay. Uh, so good. Uh, we decided to uh, gig it. So All right. Start gigging it next year. Um. Yeah, it was brilliant. Really enjoyed it. So, is, is there a big scene for rockabilly in the country, or? Yeah, it's massive. There's more than you. <laughs> yes, there's more than me. That I mean, all the bands from the eighties that I used to uh, follow, see, they're still around. A lot of them are still about. A lot yeah. older, obviously, but uh, they're still around. Okay. So there's a big scene. Yeah, there's a massive scene. So, why are you a rockabilly? <laughs> what what, what, what sent you down that route? Why weren't you a new romantic or a punk rocker or a well, grebo? We used to call them well, grebos, did you? Yeah, yeah, grebos. Yeah, grebs. The, mod, the mods. Mods the and grebs, yeah. The punks. Yeah. Yeah, punks were big in our, in our area. Where are you from? Well, I was born in a place called Biddle. 
That's a, that's a nice name, isn't it? Biddle. Pete Biddle. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sums it up, doesn't it? Sorry, Biddle. Yeah. <laughs> it is a bit like that, yeah, Biddle. Yeah. Um, where's B- where's Biddle? Stoke? No, it's out of Mongolia, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's in, um, it's... It's the Potteries, isn't it? Yeah, we're just outside the Potteries, just before you enter Cheshire. Um, yeah, it's a little village there, a little mining village. Yeah. Um, so I was born there, um, then I moved to a place called <laughs> Leek. Leek, Biddulph to Leek. Are you doing all the shit names and starting at the bottom and working up? <laughs> some weird places, and a Biddulph and then Leek. Yeah. Now I live Longner. Longner. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, I moved to a place called Leek, and that's where um, where all my mates, you know, all the rockabillies and all my mates, uh, where where I started really. Yeah. Um, I, actually, I started in a place called Cannock. Cannock, <laughs> yeah, I know Cannock. Yeah. What happened was uh, my mum and dad uh, divorced, as they do when I was little, and uh, I ended up in. Uh, in a children's home, wouldn't you believe? Wow. And, uh, and the first one we went to was in Stafford. Okay. Uh, Rotherwood Homes. I'm giving you an exclusive here. Nobody knows this. No, no, no. I, I, I mean, we've spoken about this before, but um, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a yeah. fascinating story. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's different. <laughs> so, anyway... Um, I was when, this... when was this? How long ago are we talking? God, I was uh, I was thirteen, thirteen at the time. So eighties. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. So uh, I was born in sixty eight. Give yeah. me the air. So yeah, mum and dad split up when I was thirteen, and unfortunately, um, me and my brother ended up in uh, in a place called uh, Rotherwood Home uh, in Stafford. Where oh, it was an awful place. It really, as you uh, know, on on the news and. Over the years, there's been reports of uh, dreadful things in homes and why be and unfortunately, Stafford was uh, pretty grim. Really? Pretty grim place. Yeah, it went very nice. So you were 13. How old was your brother? Yeah, he was a year younger. He was yeah. 12. Yeah, um, around about that age. Um, and we just dropped off there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it, 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 it was bizarre. Um Basically, when I can always remember, you know, when my mum and dad split up, we, um, I was at school, um, and I come home, uh, and my mum was at home, my dad was at work, and, uh, you know them, um, shopping trolleys they used to, uh, use the, the old mum, when they go shopping on wheels. Oh, like them tartan ones. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, she had one of those <laughs> packed full of, things okay and uh she said right uh lads get your coats on we're we're going going away this bit is incredible i'll I'll never forget this and uh we said oh where are we going and it was all a bit strange all a bit weird uh so anyway we got on this uh bus i don't think we'd ever been on a bus got on this bus and went to um a place in uh newcastle under line not the Geordie Newcastle yeah. one that Oak. And uh, we went to the pictures. Never been to the pictures and seen Jaws. 
No way. When it come out, it was yeah. We went to see Jaws, so we were watching this film, and it was ever so bizarre because we'd never been to the pictures before ever, uh, and it's the last place I thought my mum would ever take us. Yeah. After the pictures, um, we got on this taxi, and uh, and we started saying, "Mum, where are we going?" And we weren't heading towards home. We were heading somewhere else, somewhere really unusual. Um, anyway, we started driving down this um, down this road, and the taxi pulled up outside this house. Oh, and this house was scary, real scary. Oh, yeah, real old-fashioned house, like a gothic uh, king. Big, yeah, it was very gothic. Big door, big wooden door on it. It's still there now. Um, what you've been back and you've seen I've it? I've been back, yeah. I've been, well, it's really weird, you know, because about oh, about ten years ago, I met up with this guy and his uh, missus, and uh, he's a musician. He said, "Oh, come round my house, we'll have a jam." It was only on that road. No and way. Was, yeah. What? I, I said, I can't believe you live here, just across this road. I used to live there, and he was like, "God, no way." Anyway, we pulled up outside this house. And uh, she knocked on this door, my mother, and guess who opened the door? A nun. A nun opened the door? A nun, yeah. Now, I'd never seen a nun in my life. Yeah. I was petrified, and my brother was petrified, right? She opened this door, and it was like a horror film. The door... Oh, <laughs> no. Nun. She didn't walk, she floated. <laughs> <laughs> Like <laughs> Blues Brothers <laughs> and the nun. And guess what her, guess what her name was? No. I'm at it. Sister Azumta. Azumta. Yeah. That's a weird name, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. They don't have the real names though, do they? It's probably Susan yeah. or something like that, really, but <laughs> Yeah. Margaret. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was her name. Okay. And uh and we were flabbergasted. We walked into the stream and, and we started crying, me and my brother. Going, Mum, what we're doing here? Where are we? You know, where's Dad? Yeah. You know, and uh, we started crying. And then this nun said, hello, Anna. Is this your boys? And we were like, how does she know you, Mum? How does she know How does she know us? And we were crying. And then she said, uh, right, I'll take you to your room. Well, that was it. Me and my brother were absolutely petrified. It was all three of us. Um, so uh, they, these stairs, you know the old-fashioned stairs that are really wide? Yeah. And they go in a circle. Uh, it was like that. And then she took us to this room. And uh, she said, there you go, there's your room. And it was a, um, a double bed, yeah. two double beds and a single bed. And basically it was a home for um, for... Refuge women. Oh, right. Yeah, so, like, women who are having bad times with marriages and all that sort of stuff. It's somewhere for them to escape, and that's where we were. So, um, obviously, we all started panicking, all started crying. And uh, my mother had a fit and hit, hit my brother, and he was crying. And then the nun come running in, asking what is going on. Attacked my mother. No. Yeah, attacked my mother, and uh, and oh, it was horrible. It was awful. Well, anyway, after that, um, we got moved after a, a week or so. We got moved then to uh, Leek. 
Yeah. Uh, a place in Leek, another refuge place. Um, but it was only big enough for me mother and perhaps one of us. So, of course, me and uh, my brother, in the end, ended up in Stafford. We ended up in this home in Stafford. And, uh, oh, it was hell. Oh, it, it was just hell. It was awful, an awful place, awful. Uh, to the point that uh, I went back there and had a look. And uh, would you believe that somebody has petrol bombed it? And it was somebody who used to be in the home. Oh, wow. That's how bad actually um, set it alight. Wow. It but it's it's still there. Yeah. It's all boarded up, even to this day. It's still there and all boarded up. But it was uh, an awful, so it dreadful. But anyway, uh, we stayed there for a while, and uh, like I say, it was it was. Awful. Are you going to school at this time as well? Well, in them days, you know, would you believe in them days? Uh, yeah, you had to go to school, but um, it it wasn't like now. There, they had a porter cabin uh, at the back uh, of a car park, and we used to just go in there and colour books all day, and that was your school, and that was it. So you know, the the it explains that. a lot though nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never let you. I'll never let you do my books. I really won't. <laughs> Only colour them in. I won't let you do the, won't do the accounts. I'm brilliant colouring in. Honestly, I'm. I don't go over the lines or anything. I'm brilliant. What a guy. So, so anyway, um, so this, that 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 was the level of school. And so anyway, I had this social worker, and his name was Mr. Bullock. Right. Okay. And he was massive. He was the biggest guy in the world ever. Big Bullock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Mr. Big Bullock. And he was a huge guy, and we were scared of him. Brother. Um, really scared. Anyway, one day he come, uh, he come to the home and said, Right, Kevin, Gordon, get your um, get your clothes together. You're, you are leaving. And we were sort of really happy, but hang on, where are we going? And he said, uh, just get in my car and uh, I'll show you. And he wouldn't tell us. Well, we're off to another home. Yeah. So, um... So how long have you been in this one? Oh, we'd only been in there uh, a few, uh, about eight months, something like that. Yeah? Um, loads of other kids there, or...? Oh, yeah, in and out. I'll tell you who, who was there. Um, you remember, Mor uh, is it Neil Morrissey from Men Behaving Badly? Oh, yeah, the actor, yeah, Neil Morrissey. He was, yeah, he was there. He was in the same uh, home. He was in the same home, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, and um, I think his brother was there as well. Yeah. But, it, yeah, it was a, a mixed bag of kids, uh, bad kids, good kids, you know, all sorts. Yeah. A mixed bag. And it was uh, lads and girls. Violent uh, or... Oh yeah, mega, mega, mega violent kids, and, uh, and me, and my brother, because I was so thin and I was young. We used to get beat up every day. Honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not exaggerating. Even by the girls, and it used to be a thing beating me and my brother up. Yeah, we were so soft, honestly. But anyway, we had such a bad time there. When this Mister Bullock said, "You're moving on to another place." 
he said, uh, get in the car. And on the way there, he said, uh, you're going to an old boy's place. So straight away, me and my brother were like, oh, no, we're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> we, we, our life's going to end. We're going to an old boy's place, and they're going to kick shit out of us. Yeah. They're going to uh, give us a beating. Um, so we were petrified. Anyway, gets to Canic and uh, we get outside this house, and it was like a normal house. Um, Mr. Bullock gets our uh, things, goes to the door, knocks on the door, and this other huge guy, and his name was Uncle Jim. Yeah. He comes to the door and said, uh, Ah, right, Mr. Bullock, is this Kevin and uh, Gordon? And, uh, yes, yeah, so, right, come in. Uh, took us into an office, chatting business with Mr. Bullock. And he turned to me and uh, me and my brother and said, Right, Kevin, right, Gordon, I'll take you upstairs to your room, I'll show you where you are. And then it's Friday, every Friday we have a disco. Okay. We have a disco every Friday. I want you to come down when you've been upstairs, sorted your stuff out, come downstairs and meet the other lads. Okay. So, uh, so <laughs> we walked up the stairs, showed us to his room, got all our stuff out and uh, my brother said I'm not going down there and I said I'm not neither because we knew we were going to get battered yeah <laughs> we are just going to get battered okay so we stared upstairs hid upstairs so after about half an hour 45 minutes of however long it was this Mr um, this Uncle Jim comes walking up and uh, he says hey lads what, what, what's going on we're, we're waiting for you downstairs uh, we, we're all right. We'll, we'll, we'll stay up here. We'll stay in here. He said, no, come on. We're, we're waiting for you. And he grabbed a hold of us and took us down. And I uh, walked down and then walked down this corridor and then opened this door. And as the door opened, we were, honestly, we, we were shaking because we were so scared. Opened this door and the room was full of lads. I mean, full. There's uh, 20, 30 lads all in there, all ages, all different types, big ones, all, ones, all different types. You must and have been petrified. Oh, honestly, we were scared. So anyway, uh, they started playing some music and uh, and introducing us to all different lads. And, and I noticed um, there was all chairs around the outside of this room where we could sit down and uh, listen to the music. And everybody seemed to be having a good time, and there's, there was loads of staff there. And we, the staff you had to call uncle or auntie. Um, anyway, um, they all come to introduce the souls, and it all seemed very nice. And then uh, me and my brother, we sat there, and everybody was talking to us. And we noticed that there was, like, clicks in this room. And uh, there was one guy and a group of guys, they were a lot older. I'm guessing they were sort of 16, 17, 18. How do, you, how do you mean cliques? How do you mean cliques like, well, of, of groups of kids? Yeah, 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 yeah. In this one corner was uh, a guy who was heavily into David Bowie. I didn't know at the time. Oh, right. Now, he was heavily into David Bowie. He had bright orange hair, going down one eye. And he, he looked menacing. 
<laughs> scary. Right. But he had a click of uh, uh, a couple of other lads with him, with uh, skinheads and what have you. And then I looked in the other corner, and there was these lads who dressed really weird. Weirder than the David Bowie guy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it gets weirder. So uh, I thought, oh, look at them there. And they were all suited. And I thought, well, why are they all wearing suits and the green trousers and, like, shoes with tassels on? And then, obviously, they were mods. All right. In two-tone suits. Okay. I was wondering uh, about the green trousers for a minute then. No, where yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was Shawadi Wadi were in the corner of the room again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have these like green two-tone Oh, right. Them, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. There is a name for them. I can't think Tonic. It's what? Tonic. I think that's right, yeah. I think that's you'll it. find it. It's very right. I think you, you, were, the, you were one of them. I've boys. done my research. <laughs> so, yeah, they're all... And, and, so they were in one corner, and then in the other corner was these real weird guys. They had, like, real funny hair sticking right out, and uh, denim jackets and jeans all turned up and big, thick-soled shoes. And It was Shawaddy Waddy. It was Shawaddy Waddy. Yeah. <laughs> they were all rockabilly, so all these different cliques and different... Yeah. Uh, corners so at the time i mean i was just getting into music and i was into all the chart stuff at the time i was mad on blondie and all sorts of things you know yeah well i'm getting tired of looking hard every day working every day and i don't get much pay Got a big guy counter is a pretty good rig. When a needle starts clicking, that's where I'm gonna dig. Money, money, honey, in the kind of fold. Money, money, honey, rock and roll. Wrecking and building up like hey, have a rocking good time, throw it all away. Well, I can see me now in my long Cadillac. Down the road and I ain't coming back. Ain't no red light gonna make me stop. But I find that big you really on the rock. Money, money, honey, can you fold? Money, money, honey, rock and roll. Break it in, bed it up like hey, have a rockin' good time, throw it all away. me stop Now I find that big you really I'm a rock Money, money, honey, can you fold? Money, money, honey, rock and roll Break it in, made it up like Hey, you have a rock good time Throw it all away Oi! Cashmere Engine! I've listened to your show and it's a shambles! So, anyway, so this guy was playing all the different types of music, all the pop music that was in the charts at the time. And then he started playing uh, David Bowie um, and, and weird stuff, you know. Um, then he started playing a bit of 
uh, the specials. Yeah. And as he was playing that, my brother was getting... He, he was quite into it. Oh, and there was a, a group of punks as well. Yeah, yeah. There was a group of punks. And uh, my brother ended up being a punk, okay? Because uh, he loved the punk. Yeah. Uh, when I like he him. punk. <laughs> Except like, he would have, he would have had some trouble when Gordon is a moron came out, wouldn't he? <laughs> Do you know what? He got so much stick. I can that. imagine. Why yeah. would you be called Gordon and become a punk? He, he actually said, "I can't believe that they brought a song out saying Gordon is a moron, <laughs> and then brought out a song saying Kevin, my perfect cousin." Yeah. <laughs> 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 it is not fair. It's an unfair world already for Gordon. It's just got worse. Bought out Gordon yeah. as a moron. Yeah. And then Kevin, my perfect. <laughs> it doesn't get any. <laughs> He's got battered in life, hasn't he? He did, he did. What he have looked after him. Well, I looked after him, to be honest. Um, so, anyway, they started playing all this different types of music. And as they're playing the music, the different different types of music, the different groups were watching us. So as they were playing the David Bowie, if we weren't tapping along or like showing any interest, they were staring at us. Ah. And, then the, <laughs> and then the mods, the, they put a bit of mod music at the jam and stuff like that on. And the, <laughs> the mods were looking at us. And uh, I was moving a little bit, and then this mod come up to us and said, do you like this, mate? <laughs> I said, yeah, it's all right, yeah, yeah, it's okay. Do you know what it is? And I said, no, I've never heard it. No, never. Heard it. So he tried to explain what what music it is to me and my brother, and then they brought this rockabilly on, and I thought, what is that? I've never heard that before. And all these rockabillies were staring at me with this weird air, huge air, massive, yeah. and uh, they were looking at us. And uh, I thought, I actually quite like that. Oh, chuff. So we've had, the choice was David Bowie, mod music, punk, and you sort of, uh, this old house ain't good. They start playing that, you're all over them like a rash. Yeah, and this... Can you remember what they were playing? Yeah, I can. Go on. And it was me and the juniors at the hop. Oh, good song. Right. And Don't the, sing oh, it. I've just got done for singing This Old House. Don't sing at the hop. <laughs> I can't afford the fines. So, yeah, they started playing Danny and the Juniors at the hop. And, and one thing I forgot to say, as they were playing this music, they were all getting up to dance. All right? Yeah. And the mods, I thought, that's weird. But what was weirder was the David Bowie guy. Yeah. I, I couldn't get my head around them. It, it was real weird. How he was. I thought he was dancing like a girl. I thought, what sort of dancing is that? Proper dancing. No, no, that's how how you used to dance. (laughs) (laughs) Used to dance like a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Then the punks got up. My brother was all over that like a rash. He looked lovely. He loved it. And then these rockabillies got up and they started dancing. I said, I like that. Well, that was it. I was their mates for life. That was it. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, that was it. Danny and the Juniors at the hop. That started um, you off. That started me off. Yeah, you played Jungle Rock, right, right, and then just rounded all off. Shaking Stevens. There you go. That did it. That did Says it. Says everything. 
Yeah, that was it. Shake and Stevens, frantic. That did it. So how, was... how long were you in this home for, listening to Shake and Stevens? <laughs> it sounds worse than the first one. No, it was great. So anyway, <laughs> well, while we were in there, so um, I went to a proper school. Yeah. Yeah, I went to a proper school. Um, we were looked after. It, it was great. It was as, as homes go, they were great. Yeah. You know, it was a great place. Spent another year there, uh, in and out, um, and it was brilliant. It really was a great place. Uh, the, the staff were nice. Um, don't get me wrong, we didn't want to be there. Yeah. You know, we, we, we certainly didn't want to be there, but from where we just left, it was brilliant. It was a really good place. Um, they, they looked after us. We got meals, we got fed, we didn't get beat up. You know, uh, we had a squabbles with uh, with other lads uh, in the home, but uh, all in all, it was great. It was all right. So, how long in total were you in in homes? A uh, couple of years. Yeah. Couple of years, and just before I turned sixteen, yeah. I ended up back at Biddulph. Yeah. Um, and what happened was I um, went to live with my dad. Um, that didn't really work out very well. Uh, my brother went and lived with his auntie. That didn't really work out very well. So we ended up moving around different parts of family. Yeah. Um, but myself, I went and lived with my granddad. Yeah. And uh, for about till I left, you know, till I left school. Unbelievable. Rock. Yeah. yeah that's what all. a story. And so, so Rocker Robson, you've got um, a radio. You 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 work on a radio station. Do, yeah, Rockabilly Radio. Yeah. Uh, I do a radio show on a Friday night, uh, yeah. 8 10, called the Rockabilly Blowout Radio Show. Is it nationwide, worldwide, or? Yeah, it's yeah, on the yeah, internet, so is it? It's on the internet, so obviously it's worldwide. Yeah. Uh, but it's a, it's a really popular show. It does really well. I really enjoy it. It does really well. Uh, I've even had the opportunity this year to go to Nashville. Do it live from Nashville this year. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was a real honour. That was. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, you, of course you did, because I was listening. <laughs> so you've been to Nashville. You've been to the home of rock and roll or rockabilly. I went to Nashville and I went to Memphis. Okay. Yeah, both. Yeah, it was brilliant. It's. Uh, it was a lifelong ambition, and I got to do it. Got the, uh, You've been to Graceland and all that? Yeah, I went, oh, that's amazing. The biggest thing was um, I got to go to Sun Studio. Yeah. Was, and not only the Sun Studio, uh, RCA Studio as well. That was amazing. I'm a big Roy Orbison fan, and that's where he made a lot of his uh, records. Yeah. So, yeah, it was amazing. It was fantastic, fantastic place. America is a great place. It's got its problems, but it is a fascinating place. It is, yeah. That's right, what you say. It's got its problems, but it's a fascinating place. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's brilliant. And I'm assuming you came back with lots and lots of shirts. (laughs) (laughs) Bowling shirts, grease jackets, all that kind of thing. Loads, absolutely loads.
I've got my question. I've still got rock and roll questions. To um, you play, you, you're in the band. Uh, you what? You play double bass. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when did you start playing your double bass? I played ooh, about eight years ago. Eight years ago. Uh, yeah, about eight nine years ago. Something yeah. Like that. Let me th- let me think about that. Let me think. How old's your bass? Mm. My bass. It, it apparently is eighteen ninety bass was made a beethoven you know, you know, beethoven would have been playing that not not anybody rock they didn't have rock and roll in 1890 have you seen beethoven's quiff <laughs> you've got a point you have got a point he had a whacking quiff he yeah. did so i nipped to the shop and bought a guitar right i've still got it i think you've seen it haven't you? oh was that the acoustic no, that's me, uh, Gibson. Oh, you bought... The, so the first guitar you bought was a Gibson? Yeah. You Gibson don't mess about, do you? I don't. I thought, if I'm going to learn the guitar, I'm going to buy... No, I didn't know what I was buying. Right. It's a 1964 Les Paul Gibson. Every burglar who listens to this now is coming round your house, you do right. realise. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've already said I live in London. Yeah. <laughs> but, Anyway, I'm moving tomorrow. I'm, yeah. I'm actually moving again tomorrow. There'll be blokes uh, in stripy, stripy T-shirts and whatnot, masks on, saying, where's the bloke with the quiff live? <laughs> so, anyway, I bought this guitar, okay, and I just, you know, I just thought, I can't play this. It wasn't exciting me at all. I just didn't, weren't really interested in playing it. So I thought, well, perhaps if I bought an acoustic guitar, I, that 
you know, and start playing the acoustic guitar. And perhaps I, I'd learn a bit better. Than that. Bought this acoustic call, uh, guitar, which you've seen. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's still up there. I still don't play it. I, I just couldn't get on with playing it. Was, was it? I always wanted to play the double bass. Anyway, uh, one day I was walking in uh, Mosley in Birmingham. I was walking past this shop, and there was a load of these double basses in the window. And I was looking, and I thought, oh, do you know what? I really still want to play the double bass. I'd really love to. Um, and I thought, oh, I'm just going to nip in and have a look. So I went in, I had a look, and there was this French guy, Francois. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, original. Called, yeah, they're all called Francois. They are a bit, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. And uh, he said, oh, can I help you? Uh, what was that? Well, hey, whoa, whoa, <laughs> hang on a minute. Yeah. What was, ooh, <laughs> yeah, can I, what can Indian, I help you it? with? That was Indian. It was, wasn't it? We don't do and accents. It, we don't do accents. Yeah, this uh, Francois was half Indian and half French. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, uh, can I help you? And I said, uh, I just want to have a look, mate. I said, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to be buying. I just want to have a look at your double bases. And he had one in the window with all flames on, right? Hmm. And uh, he said, do you want to look at that one there? And I said, oh, yeah, yeah. So he gets it out of the window puts it in my hand and he said they're easy to play you know um, if you just want to be you know straightforward um, like Johnny Cash or something like that and I went yeah 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 and he showed me and uh, and I thought oh, I'm never going to do that so he said yeah have a go so I had a little pluck and I thought oh, I'm never going to do that and I said how much are they and at the time this double bass was about two and a half grand or something no way no, it was about two and a half grand. And I thought, oh, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> Shall I? I could at least put it in the corner of my room. It looked great. And I thought, do you know what? Even if I don't play it, that is a lovely bit of furniture. Yeah. <laughs> big, big furniture. You can't sit on it. You can't sit do on it. Do you do the standing thing on it? Can you stand on it? You know what? When I first started, I tried that. Yeah. And uh, and I did. No and I way. used to Yeah, but now I'm, my body's knackered. I can't do it. I have well, struggles standing up. One of my other questions was on my sheet here, right? Yeah. How tall are you? Because <laughs> I'm not being funny. That Gibson would look like a double bass next to you. You're the same height and statistics as Ted Bovis. I've checked. I've done my research. <laughs> How tall is Ted Bovis? Same height as you, exactly, even with which his is, quiff. Which, which is? Four foot nine. Four foot nine. <laughs> you know, you're, you're coming to the Rockabilly Blowout event. Oh, and, you better uh, just be... I mean, you've, you've taken up most of the show, right, rattling on. Well, and and, so, anyway, very quickly, I bought this double bass. Oh, right. I bought this double bass, put it in the back of my car, and the lady I was seeing at the time who I was with for 10 years, Pam, who yeah, you know. Yeah, okay. uh, I walked in, and that was the end of our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and the start, <laughs> the start of this relationship. <laughs> to be honest, it's been a fair trade. <laughs> it's been a She's never going to hear this. She's never going to hear this. She's never going to hear this. No. She won't hear this, and so that I, I can say. And I think she'd agree anyway. Yeah. I think she'd be quite happy she got rid of me and I ran off with the double bass. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I sort of self-taught a little bit. I had a couple of friends who uh, gave me a few pointers. Um, but yeah, yeah, done all right. Fantastic. Brilliant. So you've got the Rockabilly blowout um, that you, you you put together every year. Yeah, yeah, I do that in uh, memory of my son. Um, I've got twin boys. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, my son passed away. Uh, he had an asthma attack in uh, 2014. Yeah. Uh, he had an asthma attack and lost his life. Um, so um, when that happened, I had a lot of friends uh, who wanted to do some, just do something. Yeah. You know? um, and at the time, I said, no, I, I, I just weren't interested. Um, but eventually I said, yeah, okay, um, I'll, I'll do something. James was very big at uh, Drayton Manor Park. He loved it. He lived right next to it. Yeah. Um, so, and I know the owners there, so they very kindly give me um, the hall there, the, the ballroom there. Um, and it's grown every year. Um, I'm on the fifth one. He's been gone four years nearly. Uh, he'd, uh, it's the fifth one this year, and yeah. it's got bigger and bigger, and it sells out every year. Um, it does very well. So, yeah, it's on in November this year. It's sold out already. Got a few tickets for Friday, uh, a few for Sunday, but Saturday's all completely sold out. Um, it'd have been 18 this year, so I've decided to do it as a weekend event. Yeah. As a, cool. to, uh, a one day event, just to do something special for yeah. them. Um, so, yeah, so Saturday's all sold out. Got a bit, a few tickets left for Friday for Sunday and I've got some big acts coming from around the world to come and play who've you got uh, not I've show got, waddy waddy I, I've got Shane Stevens show waddy waddy I was going to say the stray cats but you would be over the moon if the stray cats turned up I would be over the moon yeah because yeah. obviously that is where my uh, you know that's one of my favourite bass players of all time was uh they rocker, yeah. And I was born. Uh, Brian said, "So we've got the same uh, uh, birthday as well." So yeah, it's uh, yeah. It great. was May. It was it was to be, it, wasn't it? Yeah. So they're going to play for me one year. One year they're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, they're, they're going to do it. They, they are going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but you got the polecats. But I've got the polecats with yeah, your glist drummer in music. Yes, he, he is uh, the ugliest uh, drummer. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell him that. Yeah, Our good friend. I do. John. Yeah, I do. John Buck, <laughs> you're the ugliest drummer in music. He isn't even the best drummer in the Polecats, is he? <laughs> <laughs> that was the John Lennon thing about Ringo Starr. He's not even the best. Best drummer in the world. He's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. So. Uh, <laughs> Oh dear. So when yeah. when's the when's the blowout? Uh the blowout is ninth, tenth and eleventh of November. Okay. Um so um our good friend John will be playing on the on the Saturday, which is the tenth. Yeah. Tenth of November for the Polecats. Um have you ever seen them drum? No. He looks so angry. I'm not going to either. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Oh, dear. Um, you don't realise what a great band they are. No, I I once played them on the radio station um, I used to run, and um, I thought, I'll get some, um, I'll get a photograph off Google. And the only photograph I could find was one with, John's got his arm draped around Rolf Harris. (laughs) 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 It's the only one you can find about the Polkettes. He He loves Rolf Harris. Still loves Rolf Harris, and I think between me and you, don't tell anybody, but I think Rolf Harris loves him. I think so, somewhere (laughs) along the lines. (laughs) There's a connection there, and uh, yeah, there you go. But yeah, what a great lineup! What a fantastic lineup we got. We got uh, Polkat Saturday night, Uh, Sunday night we've got uh, Hillbilly Moon Explosion. If you've never heard of them, which you probably haven't, because you're uh, you're, you're not with it, are you? No. Um, no. Um, Google them. Do the Google thing. You'll yep. love Absolutely brilliant band. Um, Are you playing? Friday. Yeah, of course I am. Friday night. Friday night. Headliner. Headliner, yeah. Fantastic. Well, not quite. But uh, we've got uh, Paul Ansel, Friday night. Um, Rusty Steel, we got them Friday night. And then obviously our band. Super. Uh, yeah, so it's a great lineup. It's fantastic. So, and can on. we see any of this on YouTube? Can we? Uh, there's got to be some yeah. links and stuff. So, we put yeah. what do we put in? Rockabilly blowout. Yeah, if you put um, Rockabilly blowout, um, Drake Manor Park into YouTube, you'll see it in there. Yeah. And uh, if anybody's feeling flush, uh, if they want to give any money to uh, Ask Me You Care, yeah, there's ways uh, they can uh, donate to Ask Me You Care. A great cause. Yeah, it is a good cause because uh, apparently there's um, four four a week that die of asthma. That's incredible. Yeah, it's frightening. In this day and age, it yeah. is incredible. Yeah. It is incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. It's very sad. But there on, you go. Unfortunate. On that sad note, then we've got. But you've got more to tell us. Flipping out, you've been in the army. I have. You've done all sorts, but we've run out of time. And I've yeah. got to fit some. I've got to fit music in between all of this lot as well. <laughs> hey, you're lucky, <laughs> Kev Rocker Robson. Thank you for joining the Casimir Engine Show podcast, and hopefully you'll come back soon. Well, well, well I don't know about that. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Thanks for asking me. I hey, really thanks a lot, been... mate. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Thank you very much, Kev Rocker Robson, for joining uh, the Casimir Engine Show podcast. And um, thank you to Hoodwink Studios. We've had music from the Barnstormers and Pip Pip and the Swags. Thank you to Jack and the Real Deals, Kev's band. And thank you to Darren Claxton. The Casimir Engine, reliably mediocre. <laughs>